0: Our mission as a church is to equip the body of Christ to increase in wisdom and in stature, and in favor with God and with men. We are glad that you joined us for this edition of the broadcast. It is our prayer that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. Here now is Pastor Otuno with today's message.
1: Power of a fresh encounter. When you meet the Lord the second time, when the Lord touches you again, When he visits you in a way that you have not seen before, what happened? What is the power behind that particular visitation? That is what we're going to be talking about today. And if you remember, the Bible tells us in the book of Joshua chapter 1, Joshua chapter one. The Bible tells us about the first encounter that Joshua had with the Lord. In that particular encounter, the Lord Almighty, you know what the Lord, the Lord of the the children of Israel were preparing to cross the Jordan River. And if you start reading from Joshua chapter one, reading from verse number one, the Bible says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' servant, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise, go over the Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am giving to the giving unto them, the children of Israel, every place the soul of your shall tread upon, I have given you, as I said unto Moses. In other words, the Lord, Word Almighty, when he, when he first, when Joshua first encountered the Lord, the Lord renewed the covenant, the promise that he had made unto Israel for generations. He was renewing that particular promise. The Lord was confirming that promise and he was saying, though I have spoken it to the generations before you, I am speaking it to you again. I'm making it come alive. Because there is a difference between when you hear something from somebody and when you hear it yourself assuming the governor of this state has said, okay, I'm going to bless all the churches in Nashville, and you heard it from somebody else, and you didn't hear it directly from him, you might believe, okay, maybe he believes it, maybe he's going to do it, maybe he's not going to do it. But eventually, if you are standing in front of him, and he tells you, I am going to give you X, Y, and Z, it changes the way you see things. And that is what happened to Joshua here. Joshua, the Lord Almighty, told him, was confirming the promises that he made unto Israel. During this encounter, the Lord reassured Joshua, that he reassured Joshua of what he plans to give to the children of Israel. Israel. He was telling them, this is the thing that I want to give unto them. I'm going to keep them a land. He said, everywhere the soul of their fish are tread upon, he said, there I have given unto him. During that particular encounter also, the Lord told Joshua how he plans to make the nation of Israel a formidable nation. That nobody will be able to stand before them. Nobody will be able to challenge them. Nobody will be able to say what they say. It was during this encounter that Joshua had with the Lord that the Lord Almighty reassured Joshua. He said, you know I was with jo- I was with Moses. I'm going to be with you also that was the first encounter now after that particular day Joshua chapter 1 the bible tells us that Israel Israel now crossed the Jordan when they crossed the Jordan they built a memorial unto the almighty God the Lord Almighty now said they now sent their spies to the uh to Jericho and as we read this morning they had to purify themselves before they went into battle by the time you get to Joshua chapter 5 Israel was preparing to take on Jericho at that point in time. And the Bible told us that Joshua had another encounter with the Almighty God. A completely fresh encounter. And that's what we're going to pick up the story from Joshua chapter 5, reading from verse number 13. Joshua 5, reading from verse number 13. And it came to pass, when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted up his eyes and looked and behold a man stood opposed, opposite, uh, opposite him with a sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, are you for us or our, our adversaries? And he said, no, but as commander of the army of the Lord I have, I, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is holy and Joshua did so now this verse of the scripture tells us one thing that joshua met the pre-incarnate jesus because the person that he met if you read this if you read the scriptures very well that was jesus before he before he prayed before he was born in the new testament that was the pre-incarnate jesus and jesus assured joshua telling him that he has come as the captain of the host in other words he has come to assure victory for the children of israel But you will notice that Joshua did not challenge him. Joshua did not argue with him. Rather, Joshua approached and responded to this particular divine personality and that particular approach and his response to this personality changed everything for Joshua. Okay? The point I'm trying to make here is this. That the encounter, the fresh encounter that you have with the almighty God, what happens in your life, When the Lord gives you that opportunity to see Him again, when the Lord gives you an opportunity to hear His voice, when the Lord gives you an opportunity to, you know, to receive a fresh encounter, what you do with that experience is a function of how, is a function of three things. The first thing is this, what you, how you will benefit from an encounter with the Almighty God is a function of how you approach that visitation. In other words, if there is a if the president of the country now asks you say come to the white house what you are going to get the benefit of that visit is a function of how you approach that particular visit if you walk in there as if it is nothing it doesn't mean anything to you you will probably not get anything But if you walk in there fully prepared, if you walk in there expecting, if you walk in there with the right composure, if you walk in there with the right attitude, there is a strong probability that you will get out of that, you will leave that place with a blessing. And the Lord is saying the same thing. If you, if the Lord gives you an opportunity for a visitation, if the Lord opens your eyes to be able to have an encounter with Him a second time, what you are going to benefit, what is how is going to affect your life, is a function of how you approach the Lord. Because if the Lord is about to do something for you and you approach Him as if it's nothing important, what you are going to find is that you are going to lose an opportunity. And the question is, how did Joshua approach the Lord? In the second encounter. The first thing is that he approached the Lord. You know, He approached the Lord with curiosity. That's the first thing. The Bible says that when he saw Jesus drawn out with that sword. He said, are you for us or are you against us? In other words, when the Lord God Almighty is moving in the church. When the Lord begins to give you a revelation of what he wants to do in your life. You need to be able to ask him in curiosity. Lord, what do you want to do with me? That was what happened with Paul the Apostle. The Bible says he was traveling on to he was going to Damascus. And as he was going, they vlogged, he had a visitation with the Almighty God. And Jesus Christ showed up, you know, Jesus Christ showed up on his road to Damascus. And Paul the Apostle asked the question, he said, Lord, what will you have me do? You need to be able to talk to the Lord in time of prayer and ask him, Lord, what do you want to do with me? What do you want to do with this thing that is in my hand? What do you intend to do with my life? What are you planning to do for me? What does tomorrow look like? You need to approach the Lord with curiosity if you are going to benefit from a fresh encounter. Number two, you need to approach the Lord with a purpose. Where is the Lord taking you? What does the Lord want to do? You need to understand the reason for that particular visitation. Number three, you need to approach the Lord Almighty with humility. You cannot come unto Him and believe as if you know everything. You have to approach Him with humility. Because it is the process of humility that is when you can receive from the Almighty God. So, amen. So, as a result of his approach, as a result of the approach of uh, of of, of, uh, of Joshua, he was able to learn that the man that drew the sword was the man with the pre was the pre-incarnate Christ, and this tells us that benefiting from the fresh visitation of God is a function of how you approach the Almighty God benefiting from the present, from the visitation of the Almighty God, if the Lord is visiting His church today, how you approach that visitation will determine what you are going to get from it. If you approach it with humility, if you approach it with curiosity, if you approach it with a purpose, you will get something from it. But if you think it's just one of those things, if you think it's just one of those things that happen in church, people are just speaking in tongues and they have no meaning and the people are just asking you to pray and you don't see anything in there. You will come and you will go like that and that will not be your portion in Jesus name. How, what you receive in the presence of the Lord is a function of how you approach it. Number two. What happens in your life when God gives you the opportunity of, a, of experiencing a fresh visitation is a function of how you react. It's not just how you respond. It's not just how you approach it. It is how you react to it. The Bible tells us in Joshua chapter 5 verse number 13. He said, and it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho. And he lifted up his eyes and looked and behold. A man stood opposite, opposite to him with a sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said, are you for us or our adversary? Look at verse number 14. How Joshua responded uh, reacted. The Bible said, and he said no. But as a commander of the army of the Lord I have come now. And Joshua fell on his face to uh, to the earth and worship and said to him what does my Lord say to his servant? For this verse of the scripture you will understand that it is more important for you to know that when the Lord God Almighty gives you an opportunity for a fresh encounter the way that Joshua responded is the way that you are supposed to respond. And you will notice that Joshua 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 reacted by worshiping the Almighty God. Mm -hmm. If you want to get anything from the Almighty God, you have to learn how to worship Him. It is not just give me, give me, give me. Yes, the Lord wants to bless His people. But the Lord also enjoys the praise of His people. He enjoys the worship of His people. If the Lord gives you an opportunity for a visitation, you need to learn how to worship. Joshua reacted. To the visitation of the Almighty God by worship. Number two, Joshua reacted by asking a question. Lord, what do you have to say to me? Look at that verse of the scripture. Verse number 14. What does my Lord say to his servant? The Lord God Almighty has a word that will transform your life. He has a word that will move you from where you are to where you need to be. But unless you hear the word, it makes no difference for you because you don't know. The Bible told us that Peter went fishing all night. And as he fished all night, he caught nothing. And then when he met the Lord Jesus Christ, one word came. The Lord Jesus Christ said, take that particular net, uh, take that net, cast it on the right side of the ship. And when he did, everything changed. Joshua understood that one word from the Almighty God turns things around. You are praying and you are saying, Lord, touch my business, touch my business. And the Lord is saying, this is what I want you to do. Unless you know how to ask a question from the Lord. Unless you know how to worship the almighty God. The word of God that will turn your things around for you. The word of God that will lift you up. The word of God that will change your situation. You might not be able to hear it. And so when you have that opportunity, when God is opening your eyes to see a different manifestation of the Almighty God, He's telling you that the only way you can benefit from it is number one, to worship Him, and number two, to ask the question. And then number three, be willing to know the mind of God. That is what Joshua did. Joshua said, Lord, what do you have to say to me? Because Joshua was preparing to go to war. He was getting ready to fight. You know, He was getting ready to fight the people of Jericho. He had no idea what he was going to do. And then he saw the captain of the host. And he said, Lord, what do you have for me? What instruction do you have? What message do you have for me? What particular tips do you have for me? What strategy do you have for me? How do you want me to prosecute this particular war? Unless you ask the Lord in worship. Unless you are willing to know his mind. You will find out that the Lord will visit you and nothing will change. And that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody that met Jesus Christ in the New Testament, something changed in their lives. Yeah. Except for one person that Jesus Christ met and never said a word to. And that person will not be you in Jesus' name. But the point is this. how What you will get, you know, what you will get benefiting from a fresh visitation of the almighty God is a function of how you react to that particular visitation. And then number three. What happens in your life? When God gives you the opportunity to experience a fresh encounter is a function of how you respond to that particular visitation. There's a difference between the way you approach God. There's a difference between the way you react. And there's a difference between the way you respond. Look at verse number 15, Joshua chapter 5. Bible tells us that then the commander of the Lord army said to Joshua, Take off, take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy. And look at what the Bible says that Joshua did. The Bible says, and Joshua did so. In other words, here you will notice that Joshua's response to God's visitation, to God's visitation and instructions was a very, very simple obedience. In other words, when the Lord gives you an opportunity to have an encounter with Him, He expects you to respond in obedience. Because there is no point coming into the presence of the Almighty God. Hearing the instruction of God and going away and not doing anything about it. It is useless. It is useless to hear all the instruction. It is useless to receive all the anointing. It is useless to receive the ministration of the Spirit. If you are not going to do anything about it. And Joshua understood that. Joshua responded to that visitation with obedience. He responded by submitting to the Almighty God. The Bible said he did it. He didn't even understand why he had to take off his shoes. But he took it off. He did not understand why he had to be able to walk about and for, But he bowed down and he worshipped. Joshua responded, number one, in obedience. Number two, in submission. Number three, he did not second-guess the Almighty God. Yeah. He did not say, well, that instruction is stupid. This is the middle of the desert. Why is this place a holy place? He did not say that. He went ahead and obeyed. And the same thing, the instruction of the Almighty God will come to you. The Lord will visit with you. But you must be willing, if you are going to benefit from that visitation, you must be willing to obey. You must be willing to be submissive, and you must be willing not to circumvent the Almighty God. Benefiting from a first visitation of the Almighty God is a function of how you respond to that particular visitation. Now, why am I telling you all this? As usual, I will give you a reason why I tell you some of the things that I tell you. I'm telling you this because there are many in the church who are seeking the visitation of the Almighty God. There are many in the church who want God to do something in their life. There are many in the church who want to be able to receive a touch of the Almighty God. They want God to open their eyes. They want God to speak to their situation. There are many in the church who are seeking a revival, who are seeking a renewal of the promise of God for their life. And heaven seems to be silent. It appears that God does not listen it appears that God is now on vacation. He's no longer talking. It appears as if God is not interested in what they have to say. And, they, you know, they, they, they begin to ask themselves, why am I not hearing God? Why is my vision not renewed? Why does life seem very, very dry? Many are in the church. They want God to speak to their life. They want God to give them instruction. They want God to tell them what they need to do to be able to move to where they want to get to. But they are not hearing anything. And it's not unique to them. The Bible tells us in the book of Jeremiah chapter 8. In Jeremiah chapter 8, from verse number 22, Jeremiah was asking the same question. He knew the power of the Almighty God to heal and to deliver. But there was something that was happening in Israel at that time that there was no result. And Jeremiah asked the question. He said, is there no balm in Gilead? Are there no physicians there? He said, why then is the health of the daughters of my people not recovered? Why? Why are the people dry?'" Why can't they hear from God? Why can't they receive a visitation from the Almighty God? Why is it that they are not hearing what God Almighty is saying? Why is it that the visitation of the Almighty God, the revival of God is scarce in the heart of the people of God? Why? In other words, Jeremiah is asking the same question that many people are asking today. Why does God seem far away? Why is it that I'm not hearing Him? Why is my vision not renewed? Why does life seem so dry for me? Let me suggest to you, that you a fresh encounter will be elusive in our lives. The visitation of the Almighty God will be scarce in our lives when there is sin in the camp. When there is sin in our lives when there is an active sin that you are participating in, you know that something that the Lord Almighty does not like is going on in your life and you are still doing it. Then the visitation of the Almighty God will become elusive. The Bible tells us in the book of Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 13, "He said, thou art of a purer eyes than to behold iniquity. In other words, God's eyes is so pure, he will not look at sin. And as long as they sit in our life or in our de- any department of our life, the visitation of the Almighty God will be elusive. Number two, when there is an unwillingness to repent... The Bible tells us that But your iniquities have separated you From your God When there is an, uh, an unwillingness For you to drop that thing that is in your hand You do not expect to receive visitation From the Almighty God When you are justifying your sin Before the Almighty God If you read the book of Romans chapter 1 In verse number 32 the Bible say, it says It said, knowing the judgment of God That they which commit such things Are worthy of death Not only do the same But they have pleasure in doing them They justify. They are happy committing sin. If you do that, say you don't expect that God will give you a visitation. Not only that, when you are satisfied with your condition, when you are happy with the way you are, you don't want any progress. You are happy with the way you are. You are the local champion. The big fish in your own little pond. If that is the way you are, then you will not receive a fresh, you will not receive a fresh visitation from the Almighty God. Not only that, when you trust in your own abilities, when you believe that you can do it on your own, why would you pray when you can do it on your own? Why do you need God when you have all the solutions in your life? You know, when you think you can do it on your own, the Bible makes us to understand that visitation of the Almighty God becomes scarce. And that is what you see in the book of 1st Samuel chapter, chapter 2 verse 9. It says, for by strength shall no man prevail. If you think you can do it on your own, then God will not bother to disturb you. Because you are the one who is there. You can control it. You can take care of it. Visitation becomes scarce. When you trust in your own ability, deficitation becomes scarce when you refuse to step aside. My God, my God. When you refuse to step aside, when you think that you can continue to compete with the Almighty God, and God is a perfect gentleman, God never argues with you. God never competes with you. God will not continue to challenge you for your own time. He will wait for you. When you are ready, then you can invite me. But as long as you are fighting and you are competing, the Lord will leave you alone. And that's why the Bible says that the Lord God Almighty stands at the door knocking. He says, whosoever will open the door, he said, then I will come in. The visitation of the Almighty God becomes elusive when you refuse to Step aside, and the visitation of the Almighty God becomes elusive when you refuse to be quiet before God. A lot of people talk too much, and there's so many distractions in their lives. You are watching TV. By the time you get out of the house, you're on the road, you're on the phone. By the time you get somewhere, yeah. you have the earphone on your ears. By the time you, you, I mean, you are always chattering every day, every day, every minute, every minute. What time does God have to speak to you? Nothing. The visitation of the Almighty God becomes scarce, becomes elusive when we refuse to be quiet before God. In other words, fresh encounter with the Lord becomes elusive when you do not take the time to approach the Lord properly. Fresh encounter before the Almighty God becomes elusive when you refuse, when you... It becomes elusive when you do not react to the visitation of the Almighty God correctly. Fresh encounter with the Almighty God becomes elusive when you have not responded appropriately to what the Lord Almighty has, you know, to the visitation of the Almighty God. As long as you don't respond correctly, that visitation will disappear. And there are many in the church who are not properly aligned with the Almighty God. And because they are not properly aligned with the Almighty God, as much as they shout and call upon the name of the Lord, as much as they band their feet and they shake their head and they do the things that they do, nothing seems to be happening. Not because God doesn't want to answer, but because the alignment is out of whack. And the longer you remain without a fresh visitation, the longer you remain without a thought of heaven, what you will find is that your visions becomes blurry. And as it, re- it continues to remain blurry, if you don't do something about it, that vision dies. Why is it that people become burnt out at work? Why is it that they become burnt out at work? Why do they get tired of doing their work? The reason is because they refuse to take vacation. You will find out that they keep walking every day, walking every day, walking every day. They don't take vacation, they don't take leave, they don't take sleep, they don't do anything. Every day they are walking. If it is possible for them to put a bed in their office, they will put a bed in the office and do keep walking and sleeping and working and sleeping and working there. And at the end of the day, you find that you say you are tired. Why would you be tired? You are not meant to walk 24-7. The Lord is saying that if you are going to have a, if you are going to have what is called a, a fresh visitation of the Almighty God, if you are going to continue to have your vision renewed and your vision not die, there is a need for you to reflect. Jesus Christ said to his disciples He said step aside okay, And rest a while
0: yes.
1: There is a need for you to step aside So that you can refresh And that is why every year we do what is called a retreat The idea behind the retreat Is for you to be able to unwind Get away from the things that distract you Focus on the almighty God Recharge yourself So that you can receive a fresh instruction but if you do not receive that fresh instruction on a regular basis, what you will find is that your vision becomes blurry, and if you don't take time, that vision dies. Not only that, if you don't take time to reto, if you don't have a fresh encounter with the Almighty God on a regular basis, there is a strong probability that your focus will be shifted, and you will get lost. Your focus will be shifted. What is supposed to be important for you becomes less. You know, you begin to pursue what is not important, and before you know what's happening, you are completely out. Of the will of God. And that will not be your portion in Jesus name. If you don't receive a fresh encounter. What you find is that your purpose becomes unclear. And your life becomes corrupted. You start doing things that are contrary to the will of God. When you don't receive a fresh encounter from the almighty God. Your mission becomes distracted. And if you don't take that it becomes defeated. Because what you find is that you will lose. The very reason why you are doing whatever you are doing. And then if you don't receive a fresh encounter from the Almighty God, your priorities become distorted and you become displaced. Yeah. In other words, you begin to put the horse before the cart. You you put the cart before the horse. And then you find out that your horse is not going anywhere because you can't push it. The idea is that you need to receive a fresh visitation, a fresh renewal. There has to be a constant renewal in your life. Because if you don't renew your life, you find out that you will be like that particular sea that takes up a lot of water. But does not give away. And as long as you keep taking and you are not giving away, how many of us have ever ate a food that we love so much? And you ate it so much that you eat it to the point where you are sleeping at night. You say, Oh God, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> you know, because of constipation. You have eaten so much. You are so constipated that when you even belt, the smell of that belt is so stinky that you don't even want. That is what happens when you don't receive a fresh revelation from the Almighty God. Mm-hmm. There has to be a fresh revelation that keeps you fresh, that keeps everything flowing in your life, that keeps things refreshed and renewed in your life. If it is not renewed, you will get to the point where you become constipated and your life becomes, you know, and your life becomes so, uh, so, 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 so messed up that you are not able to move forward. You are not able to see what is good for you. When you don't receive that fresh revelation or fresh encounter from the Almighty God, your heart becomes so choked up that you become discouraged. Because you are seeing that you are doing the same thing. You are looking at the same thing over and over. And then you wonder, what is the essence of all this? And that's why some people wake up one morning and they feel that life is not worth living again. Because the fresh visitation of the Almighty God is not there. And like I said, unfortunately, there are many people in the church in this situation right now. In their family. In their, in their career. In the relationship with their husband, and their wives. In the relationship with their family members. You find out that there is no freshness. And because there is no freshness, everything is stale. And the question that comes to mind is, how do you get out of that stage? How do you get out of that state? How do you position yourself so that God can put something new in your life? How do you position yourself so that you can receive a freshness from the Almighty God? How do you align yourself so that God can visit with you? Number one, you align yourself when there is a hunger inside your spirits. You have to hunger for it. The Bible says those who thirst and hunger for righteousness, they shall be filled. There has to be a hunger in your spirit. There has to be a consecration. You separate yourself and say, Lord, I have traveled in this direction for so long. Now I want to step aside so that I can hear your voice. Not only that, you have to come in the area of fasting and prayer nothing happens to the child of god without praying and fasting if you don't know how to pray and you don't know how to fast, then you'll be hearing about the promise of god you might not be able to partake of it and that will not be your portion in jesus day if you are going to receive a fresh encounter from the almighty god it starts with the hunger It's followed by a separation and a consecration and then followed by fasting and prayer and then you surrender to the will of the almighty god and say lord do whatever you want to do with me and then finally it comes with purity and holiness. Because the Bible tells us that we cannot continue in sin and expect the grace of God to multiply. It doesn't happen. If you are a parent, your child dis- dis- continue to disobey you every day, every day, every day. And then you go to the dealership and say, yes, I like this Mercedes-Benz, I'm going to buy it for the boy that has not been obeying me. You don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. You look at it and say, "You because you refuse to obey me, when there is shopping, you are not going. You are going to sit down at home. That's the way we operate. So we find out that if you are going to receive a fresh encounter, there has to be holiness, there has to be purity. And when you position yourself for the decision of the Almighty God, what you find is that the Lord God Almighty begins to recalibrate your vision. He begins to open your eyes. You begin to see things that you have never seen before. It begins to refocus you. The way that you have been traveling in, the, in different directions, the Lord Almighty begins to focus your energy. Not only that, it begins to direct your life in the way that it's supposed to go. It begins to energize your strength so that you have the strength to be able to pursue the things you need to pursue. It begins to help you to dedicate to yourself. Not only that, it begins to restructure your life. Yes, yes, yes. The question this morning is not whether God visits. That's not the issue. Because God visits His people. The question this morning is, Has God? does God visit you as an individual? That's the question. People say God speak. Yes, that's not the issue. The issue is not whether God speaks. The question is, does God speak to you? The issue is not whether God visits. Everybody knows God visits. The Bible is full of visitation of the Almighty God. The question is, does He visit you? And if the Lord visits you, when was the last time He visited you? When was the last time? Because if you don't have that regular visitation, things may not go the way you want it to go. The changes that you are trusting the Lord for might not happen. The Bible says that our people are perished because they lack no knowledge. The only way you can get knowledge is when the Almighty God reveals secret things unto you. The Bible says the secret things belongs to the Almighty God and He reveals it to His people. He has to be able to show you the things you do not know. But you cannot get those things Unless
0: visit you. Thank you very much for listening to our program today. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for our Sunday worship service at 2711 Murfreesboro Road in Antioch, Tennessee. We also host Bible study and prayer meetings every Friday at 7 p.m. Visit us online at www.lifelonganointing.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Join us next time for another edition of Fresh Encounter. On behalf of Lifelong Anointing Church, we thank you for listening.